everybody, Paul is a superhero. So Paul could save your lives. Yay! Hold on, hold on. Explain myself. You said you can't Louisiana shit. Murder on the beat. Something for y'all to cut up to, you know? Yeah. Everybody get your motherfucking roll on. I know Shorty and she doesn't want no slow song. Had a man last year, life goes on. Haven't let the thing lose, girl, it's so long. You been inside, know you like to lay low. I've been people what you bring to the table. Working hard, girl, everything paid for. First, last phone, bill, car, no cable. With your phone out, gotta hit them angles. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hey, yo, what's good? What's good, everybody? Happy Thursday. Hope y'all are having an amazing and great week. It has, it's been a crazy week for me. So uh, let me start by saying, let me start by saying shout out to everybody who jumped out the gate on Monday and bought um, one of the new hoodies. Um, shout out to all of y'all. Like, man, y'all, y'all are re the real MVP. I forgot when I made the announcement that the pink hoodie also comes in, I think they call it sand. I don't know why I just did air quotes when y'all can't even see me. But the pink hoodie comes in sand um, and the white hoodie comes only in white or whatever. But uh, so it's the pink and the white. I'm sorry, the pink and the sand or the white. But shout out to everybody who jumped out and um, cop one already. I do appreciate it. Uh, for those of y'all who haven't cop one. Uh, I'm going to wait till payday. I'm going to see how y'all act around payday. I, I get it. I get it. I drop, I drop like right in between paydays. So I, I, I understand. I understand. Um, just know that uh, I'm watching all my air quote people who say they rock with me. I'm going to see how y'all do. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, in any support, any and all support is greatly appreciated. Uh, it helps me keep this going and y'all been rocking with me so thank y'all thank y'all thank y'all want to get that out the just out the way or off the top um thing two uh I, a couple of weeks ago i told y'all i was uh with my day job trying to see how long i could go without uh having to deal with my manager like without him coming and hanging out and being in my space well uh that ended abruptly uh <laughs> He came down and we ended up having, a, uh, it, you know what, pros and cons. Once again, I, the industry that I work at, not an industry, the job that I do, I don't have to see my manager much. He came down though and in him coming down, he always takes uh, me to eat. So we went to a barbecue spot uh, in uh, Lockhart. We drove to Lockhart. We drove to Lockhart for some other stuff, but since we was there, we went to a bar barbecue spot. I don't know. If y'all know this, but Lockhart is the, uh, what is it? The, um, not the national, uh, it's, it's the, I can't think of the word now. The barbecue, the barbecue capital of Texas. Now, I don't know who gave Lockhart that designation, but Lockhart is the barbecue capital of Texas. So what does that mean? They got a lot of good barbecue in Lockhart. They got a lot of good barbecue in Lockhart. 
And so, uh, yeah, we hit up a barbecue spot in Lockhart whose name I'm not going to say because, you know, I'm trying to sell some ads here. So, <laughs> but yeah, we did that. So, uh, you know, I can't knock it. Uh, Bly Wednesday, of course. It's been a great week, man. It's been a really good week. I hope y'all are having a good week as well. I know y'all don't want to hear me ramble, ramble about my week, though. So let's get this show started. I know what I forgot to tell y'all. I mean, not that y'all care, but um, let me tell y'all, I was so hot, so hot. I actually recorded. I, I was like, let me record early. So I started um, recording parts of the show early. And in me recording early, I had pretty much most of the show done and accidentally knocked the plug out the wall. Like, not knocked the plug out the, plug out the wall. The uh, surge protector, I bumped it or whatever. Anyway, I turned the power off. That's what I turned the power off and lost the entire show and was like, you know what? God didn't want y'all to hear that show no way. That's what it boils down to. God did not want y'all to hear that show no way. Uh, since the last show, this happened. I recorded the last show. I was like, yo, last show recorded, ready to go. It was already up and ready to be sent out. And then <laughs> politics happened, man. Politics happened. Your boy, I don't know why your boy is the way I start that. Uh, Ron DeSantis dropped out of the presidential race and so did the guy whose name I could never say, Vivek, Worcestershire sauce guy, like that, I could say Worcestershire sauce, but I, Vivek, Vivek, and, and before y'all trip, I'm not being racist, I also can't say our vice president's name, and she's, oh, and I guess they're both Indian, uh, ain't he Indian, isn't he Indian, I don't know what he is, I don't know what she is, anyway, um, yeah, um, they both dropped out of the race and in dropping out, they both back Trump. Both people dropped out of the race. Both people said, well, we're going we gonna to back Trump and, and, and he's going to be the person that we push. Uh, Nikki Haley did not drop out of the race. Nikki Haley, the young lady who, young, I don't know. Nikki Haley, the woman who claimed that America has never been a racist country. Okay. This is a conversation that I wanted to have. Mm. I understood, before y'all jump down my throat, I understood what Nikki was trying to say. What Nikki was trying to say was that the founding paperwork, the Declaration of Independence, the ideology to, found, to, to start a country, to found a country, to, yeah, whatever, the ideology to start a country, from her perspective, was not based in racism. Now, I'm going to say, okay, let's take that at face value. No, maybe the people who signed the Declaration of Independence were not writing that paperwork under the idea of being racist. We want freedom so we can be racist. Maybe when they wrote it, they were not writing it, the uh, Constitution or the amendments, none of that. Were they writing them under the idea of being racist? But they were racist. Writing the Declaration of Independence. Oh, were they racist? Would, would that be considered racism? I don't know. That's that's a much deeper conversation. We ain't gonna have that here. What I'm saying, they were slave owners. You know what I'm saying? Like they were, they were, they they owned slaves, and so it's a if. 
if a I, something I always say, if a crackhead tells you to not do crack, does that lessen the message any? I don't think that applies here. Let me think. That don't apply here. Oh, uh, <laughs> if a racist writes a document. Does that automatically make the document racist? Or like if a slave owner writes writes a document, does that make the document automatically racist? I'm going to say no, no adjacent, no, no-esque. Like the idea that the, that the founding principles to make America the country that it was becoming to create America to create the United States of America. The idea to create the United States of America may not have been founded in the idea of we want to start this country so that we can oppress non-white people. I I can give her that 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 wasn't the plan initially the problem is it might not have been the plan initially but it was it wasn't plan a it wasn't one a you know it wasn't it wasn't the plan out the gate but the problem is it was plan b <laughs> like okay we want to start a country and that wasn't where the problem is how do we fund the country how do we grow the country how do we make the country into the the viable place that we wanted to become well we need some type of industry Ooh, let's buy and sell slaves like no nikki haley might have been right that the starting point wasn't racism the problem is point two was racism like like podcast i decide i want to start a podcast so cool the idea is to start a podcast but now i need to make money to fund the podcast maybe i should start selling slaves you see you see what i'm saying like the idea isn't the racism it's the funding of the idea that becomes a racism and in this case i think that's what i trying to speak for nikki haley i think that's the idea that nikki haley was trying to push either way she lost in New Hampshire. She lost in, um, where else was she? Uh, uh, Iowa. Uh, she lost in Iowa, lost in New Hampshire. And in losing, she still has decided that she's not going to drop out of the race. And I don't know this to be true or not true. It depends on the news outlets that you listen to. It does seem to be slightly true, though. Trump is bothered that she won't quit. He is, even though he, even though he's winning, he's bothered that she won't quit so much so that he has openly said, if she doesn't quit, he going to have her investigated. <laughs> he go, he going to have some people look into some things. And I'm like that. Look, okay. <clears throat> that sounds like a threat. And I know I come on this pod time and time again and tell y'all how I rock with the idea of Trump. But also, Trump is a fascist dictator. Like that, that is that is the 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 line that Trump is going down. I think Trump is a hilarious human who was, like I said two weeks ago or last week, whenever I said it, who was narcissistic and delusional. 
I do not think Trump should be president, though. I do not think a narcissistic, delusional person should be president. But to quote the scarecrow in The Wiz, who was also quoting Penrose, public office is the last refuge of the incompetent. And so far, everybody is showing to be incompetent. So check it. This was a story that um, made national headlines, I believe, sometime last year. The story was that a young a group of a group of kids, a group. I don't know if they were kids. They were in their twenties, though. So a group of twenty-year-olds uh, pulled into a driveway. In them pulling into the driveway, they were lost. They were looking for directions. They were checking their phones. Whatever it was that they were doing, they pulled into their driveway. In them doing so, the homeowner stepped outside with a pistol and began shooting at the car, killing one of the young ladies that was in the car. I think her name was Kaylin Gillis. Uh, the young man, or not the young man, the old guy who killed Kaylin was a dude named Kevin Moynihan. So that happened back in April of last year. April of last year is when it happened. And in it happening, um, I guess after the shooting, the... Uh, he's he was on trial as of recently i think this week I think today or yesterday uh he was found guilty of a couple of things second degree murder reckless endangerment and tampering with evidence he was found guilty and in, in fi- being found guilty they're going to sentence him sometimes in march now a couple of things so that's the whole story Dude shot into a car and in him shooting into a car, he's, he's been found guilty. Here's, here's what I don't know. And maybe some of my attorney friends, uh, I have attorney friends, y'all. I have, I have a couple of attorney friends. Shout out to my attorney friends. Um, I, here's what I don't know. I don't know what, A, why sentencing has to take so long. Like That doesn't make sense to me if there's, if they're sentencing guidelines, then just stick to the guideline. Like, what are we doing during the sentencing phase? And why don't... I know some people who got caught up in the system for whatever reason. And sentencing didn't... Uh, they didn't have... Or they had to sit down. They were still in jail waiting on sentencing. Like, they were found guilty, but they were still in jail waiting on sentencing. I'm like, uh, does this dude get to just walk around? Um, dude was 66 years old, by the way. But that's not what I really want to talk about. My my question, my my question for y'all really comes on the heels of what do you do if this is your relative? Br- brother and and not not a strange relative. What do you do if this is your close relative? If this if this is your dad and your dad, not my dad. This is your dad. And your dad does some egregious thing like this. And and, and be clear, to me, this is different than um, sexual assault. This is different than, way different than pedophilia. This is a white guy who was scared. 
And I don't know why he was scared, but for whatever reason, he was scared. And a car pulled into his driveway and he was fearful and he shot at the car. What do you do if this is your family member? Like if this is somebody that you love. And the reason I ask that is because after the trial, he didn't speak. But the report says none of his family and friends spoke. His attorney didn't speak. Nobody thought they would uh, step up and say something. I'm going to say this now, though, like, and this is just for me, outside of any heinous act, and I mean heinous like sexual assault or um, pedophilia, which, you know, never will never be on my jacket, no way. But outside of that, I'm taking this, I'm saying right now, if I'm ever found guilty, I need y'all to say something. I need y'all to, I need for somebody to stand up before the court, or not before the court, before the camera people, before the reporters outside of the court and tell them how much of a good guy I was, I am. Like, I even if you're lying, like I need somebody to lie on my behalf because what happens is dude found guilty, right? And in him being found guilty, if don't none of his people step up, like his kids, his wife, can't nobody be like, this was a tragedy, a miscarriage of justice. Like, if don't nobody say that, it's like, wait, all y'all think I'm guilty? Like, don't, like, like, <laughs> I'm found guilty and don't nobody got nothing good to say in my honor? Like, I, at that point, I feel like y'all all think I'm guilty. I'm telling y'all right now, if I'm ever found guilty or something, I, one of y'all better say something. One of, with, with the podcast show hoodie on. That's all I'm asking. So check it, this ain't even a real story, but it's a story, but it's not a real story. Okay, let me, let me explain. It's not a real story because this isn't something that we, that I ever like to cover. Let's start there. This is not something that I ever like to cover, but it's a real story because it's, it's happening uh, currently and I don't know. I got, I got thoughts about it. I got thoughts about it and so I want to talk about it. Um, I don't talk celebrity entertainment, celebrity gossip, celebrity business, because everybody going through something, right? Everybody is going through something, and I don't want to speak on people who are dealing with the thing that, that is heavy for them. That being said, there is... The article starts off, Nia Long's ex-fiancee, Ime Adoka, to pay 33000 per month in child support after affair. That's what the article says. Dude is required to pay 33000 per month in child support. Now, if you don't know, uh, last year, year before last, uh, Ume Adoka was the head coach of the Seattle, Seattle, of the Boston Celtics. He was a Boston Celtics head coach. And while coaching the Celtics, he was sleeping with one of the owner's wives, allegedly. That's the, I don't know what part of that is true, but one of the owner's wives uh, he was sleeping with, all while being in a long-term relationship with the beautiful and talented Nia Long. So, the affair becomes public, and in the affair becoming public, he loses his job. Nia 
quietly just disappears. And, you know, she surfaced a little while later. She did an interview recently with Jeezy. I don't know what else she did after that. It says here, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air star. Okay, I, let me just say right now, white people be white people. Because, yes, Nia Long was on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air star? Like, I, okay, I don't know. I never think Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and then go, oh, yeah, Nia Long. Like, Nia Long is not the first. She might not even be in the top 10 characters I think of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Let's see. Will, Carlton, uh, Mr. Banks, uh, Aunt Viv, White Aunt Viv, uh, Jeffrey, Jazzy Jeff, uh, Tatiana Ali's character, Hillary Banks. That's nine right there. I got to nine just on people who would be in the star. Like nine people. Anyway, white people would be just white people. Because they star a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Man, get out of here. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know how I went on that tangent. Back to this. So her and dude separate. She files for child support and a custody agreement. And it says that they agreed. It says that they have reached a child support and custody agreement, which I don't know what that means. It sounds like they agreed to this. Cool. Um, Here's, here's my question. And it, this is, ladies, y'all help me with this. Y'all can inbox me anywhere y'all want. Um, I don't even care. You can inbox my personal inbox if you want. Somebody tell me why she need $33,000 a month. Like, the number. It's the number. I'm not knocking the child support. I'm not knocking the idea of uh, a, a man having to take care of his responsibility. What I question is $33,000? Like, I... When, when did kids start costing $33,000 a month? A month? $33,000 a month. Now, I'm not saying that... Okay, this is... Okay, hear me out. I'm not saying that he should not have to pay something. I, I think that he should have to pay something. $33,000, though, seems like a stretch. And before y'all say, well, he shouldn't have cheated... Granted, I agree. He shouldn't have cheated, but cheating should not cost $33,000 a month. Like, this is child support. This ain't cheating support. This ain't, uh, what's it called? Alimony. This is just supporting of a child. And I don't know why somebody would need $33,000 a month to support a child. Now, I could be dead wrong. Somebody, anybody, inbox me. I... I will come back on the show if somebody can give me a valid reason why a child should be getting, a mother should be getting $33,000 per month in child support. And you can't come with, come to me with, well, he shouldn't have had an affair. You can't come to me well with, well, he makes X, Y, and Z per month. Like none of that matters. If, if, if he, if his earning, if what he earns is contingent upon 
how much it costs to raise a child, then what happens when somebody's not earning that? You know what I'm saying? Like what happens when guy X is only making 33,000 a year? Like does it is is if he's only making 33,000 a year and he got a kid by Nia Long, does that baby also get 33,000 a month and where they getting it from if he only making 33,000 a year? Like I, <clears throat> I believe, I believe that the cost of raising a child should be, should be the cost. Now, I'm not saying it should be that, that, that every child has the same expenses. I am saying that at some point you just getting a check to get a check. And once again, I know somebody going to be like, oh, Paul is so horrible which is kind of why I started playing Nice For What as the start of this song. <laughs> I felt like I could get y'all to my side before I just kicked y'all off my side. Here's, here's what I'm saying. And you know what? I'm going to dead this right here. If somebody can tell me why $33,000 per month is worth it in child support, we can go half on a baby right now and I got you. Anyway, so let's get to my favorite part of the show, y'all's favorite part of the show, our favorite part of the show. Anyway, let me stop. Um, uh, let's do these questions. Right, no, before we even hit questions, let me start by saying once again, thank you to everybody who's bought a hoodie already. Um, they they're gonna be up. They're gonna be up till the end of the season. I think. Well, no, not I think. I know they're gonna be up to the end of the season. Every season we are dropping something different. But this season, I wanted to drop two and a half new new items. Uh, so they're going to be up for you to purchase through the end of the season. So, uh, But to everybody who jumped out and bought one already, thank you all for that. The uh, I hit the inbox. Of course, I hit the questions or whatever. And shout out to the compliments that I got this week. I got a couple of compliments that I thought, oh, that's awesome. Somebody said, you're so attractive. And I'm like, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Somebody said, um, oh, this is one. Somebody said, I enjoyed the new show, but missed the dynamic between you and Nate. Will you have him or other guests on? So let me tell y'all. Uh, yes and no. Uh, first of all, Nate Nate's more than welcome to come to the show whenever he wants. Uh, that's my homie. Like me and Nate, me and Nate are, are solid forever, forever. So Nate, whenever he feel like coming to the show, we could do something. I don't care. Uh, but as as having guests on, I had some people lined up to do some guest spots, and for because of my own uh, procrastination some of them didn't pan out the way i wanted them to and i wanted things to go in a specific order so will i have guests on sure they're coming i just got to figure out a way to get them on in a way that i like having guests on um will it be nate i don't know maybe like if he want to come through like once again nate's the homie like y'all don't understand or people people assume that me and Nate are best friends. Here's the God to honest truth. Nate is the homie. I ride with Nate. I be going weeks without talking to Nate. Like, <laughs> I be going weeks without talking to Nate. Just because, you know, we got lives. We be doing stuff. And once we, at one point, I was seeing Nate with the old podcast. I was seeing Nate at least weekly. 
sometimes three times a week. Like, we'd be going out to smoke cigars and all of that. And lately, lately my friends don't fuck with me like that no more. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, yeah. Uh, y'all hit up Nate. Tell him to show up when Paul is recording and he can just be on the show. But y'all tell him and maybe he'll show up. Uh, the other question, and this is something that uh, I... I appreciate somebody asking me my advice. Somebody hit the chat and said, or hit the anonymous message feed and said, I'm planning to propose to my girl on Valentine's Day. I want to do it big, capital big. I want to do it big, like at a basketball game, but I'm nervous. What's your advice? Yo, I'm going to start by saying this. Thing one, if you're nervous, don't propose. And I know that sounds crazy, right? But hear me out. I, If you're nervous, then my brain says you're not sure. And if you're not sure, don't propose. Now, if you're sure, propose. But if you're not sure, eh, I'm going to say hold up, little buddy. Hold up, little buddy. Make sure, make sure y'all on the same page. But beyond that, it is my personal opinion that public proposals are selfish. And let me tell you why I say that. Because if you propose to your girl publicly, she's now in a position to either say yes or hurt your feelings. That's it. Say yes or hurt. Any other answer that isn't yes is going to hurt your feelings. So if you ask her to marry you and she turns around and goes, well, baby, right now is not a good time. You are crushed and devastated. So now she's in a position, if she loves you, to either say yes or hurt your feelings. And I think, and that to me is unfair. That puts her in an unfair position because she, what if she's not ready? What if she still want to do something with her career? Or what if she still got a little bit of hoeing left in her and she want to go hoe for another summer? Like maybe summer 2024 was the last summer she was going to get that hoe out and you ruining it on Valentine's Day by proposing to her publicly and you are unsure or yeah, you nervous. So here's what I'm going to say. Hold off. If you're not, if you're not sure, hold off. But further than holding off, don't do that shit publicly, my boy. Like, like, allow her the space to say no. And this is, I know this is going to be contrary to what people believe. If she says no, that does not mean never. No doesn't mean never. If you propose and she says, well, babe, X, Y, and Z, if she calls you babe, I don't know what she calls you, but she gonna, whatever the thing is, if she says now isn't right for whatever reason, that doesn't mean never, but that also means that maybe y'all should talk some more. Maybe y'all should have some more conversations. All I'm saying is if you propose at a Spurs game, do it before you spend all that money at concessions. Anyway, man, we are out of here. Thank y'all for rocking with us. This has been another amazing episode. Oh, crap. You know what I didn't do? Chat GPT. But I'm going to do it while we on, on the air. I'm just going to talk through it and push. We going to get this all at the same time. And whatever we get, we get. 
Remember, life is like a podcast. It's better when you laugh. And tune in next time. And don't forget to laugh louder than your neighbor's questionable taste in music. Stay witty. Stay weird. And keep those headphones tight. This is the world according to Paul. Signing off with more puns than a jet than a dad joke convention until next time may your coffee be strong and your laughter be contagious and you go out and buy all of the hoodies that are on the world according to paul website it says that right here y'all i didn't write that in it says that it's i i don't know peace love and podcast giggles i don't know this was all right this was yeah anyway hey y'all it's the podcast no one asked for it's the world according to paul everybody Paul is a superhero, so Paul could save your life. Yay!